This is WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. During the first half of the program, we have the I Love You Guys Foundation on the air with us. Allison Jones and Carly Posey, how are you guys doing this morning? We're good. How are you? I am good, and you are currently at the conference for National School Safety. First of all, I'm not familiar with that conference, and I'm sure a lot of folks out there listening are not, but it makes sense that you're there because of what y'all do. So let's start out talking a little bit about the I Love You Guys Foundation and what do y'all do? Well, thank you. Yes, we are at the National Association of School Resource Officers Conference uh, here in Indianapolis this year. So we are attending that conference, which we do every year, where we talk about the I Love You Guys Foundation and the programs we offer. The I Love You Guys Foundation was started in 2006 by John Michael and Ellen Keyes uh, after they lost their daughter Emily uh, at the Platte Canyon school shooting uh, in Colorado. They immediately started the I Love You Guys Foundation and then started looking into how they can make a difference in school safety and launched our first program uh, the standard response protocol in 2009. Since then, we've also introduced our other program, uh, the standard uh, reunification method as well. Now, you were recently here in Rutherford County where you spoke to Rutherford County school administrators on school safety and that whole reunification process. Tell us a little bit what that entails. Yeah, so that training was um, one of our standard reunification method exercises. So what we did there was we taught everyone about um, a proven method for planning, practicing, and exercising an actual uh, reunification, which is, safe, just as you said, safely reuniting uh, parents with their students in the event of something at the school, which can be anywhere from a power outage all the way up to you know, maybe an active shooter event. When something big happens at a school, such as an active shooter situation, and of course that recently happened in Nashville, but when that occurs, as anybody can imagine, can be chaos afterwards, especially bringing the kids back to the parents and then making sure those who are there are supposed to be there. That, that's got to be a tough process. Yes, correct. That's why you need a plan and you need to practice the plan before and, emer- and an emergency. Um, and really the standard reunification method is all hazards. So it's practicing for any emergency that can happen during a school. You know, luckily we're so fortunate to say that an active threat is, you know, the least likely to happen um, in a school, but we still need to be prepared uh, for all emergencies, and that's what we um, train on, and that's what you can find at iloveyouguys.org if anybody wants more information on our programs and our training. Whenever that reunification does take place, you've got not only kids who are scared, but you've got adults who are worried to death about their kids, and they're trying to find them in all the chaos. They don't know where to go when they first arrive at the school, if they could even make it to the school. How do you go about training school administrators on how to properly handle that? It's really about the pre-planning, and it's really getting information out to families uh, before an emergency. So it's having the whole community um, trained and on the same page of understanding what their role is in an emergency. So that's from a parent to a student to a school administrator to our first responders. So when we do training, we really encourage having all those emergency responders um, trained uh, with the school 
And then after that, getting that information out to their stakeholders, to the parents, to the students, um, so that everybody's on the same page if an emergency were to happen. I want to go back a little bit to what you were talking about in the beginning there, and that is the name I Love You Guys and, and how the family who started I Love You Guys, the foundation, it was started out of a loss. Sure. Um, in 2006, uh, at Platte Canyon High School in Bailey, Colorado, um, there a gunman entered the school and um, ultimately ended up shooting and killing one girl, uh, Emily Keys, and she was able in that the time that he was in the classroom to send two text messages that said, um, I love you guys, and from that, John Michael and Ellen have used her words kind of as their voice and formed the foundation shortly after in her honor you know the strength that it would take to come back after a loss like that your your own child and then form this foundation that took a lot of strength for sure and i can't imagine going through that i mean that's really the idea about for the foundation is that we want to um prepare people for emergencies so you know there are things that happen in our world um, but we can just be better prepared uh, for those emergencies that that can happen how many schools have y'all worked with over the years? Um, we've worked with over 40,000 schools, districts, departments, agencies, and organizations across the country and um, the globe, really, over the years. Um, we offer our programs at no cost, so anyone, any schools can really work with us by just downloading our programs and, and using them in their schools, and then you know, we've trained quite a few number of organizations as well over the years is having a standardized protocol for all schools across the u.s is that something that would make it easier whenever a situation does unfold and not just an active shooter situation but for school fires for tornadoes for anything yes that's correct and that is really the um reason that the standard response protocol was created uh, that was our first program that john michael and ellen saw a gap in that common language uh, during an emergency between, you know, the first responders and schools. Um, and so that was that was really the start of uh, the I Love You Guys Foundation was closing that gap because it's really important during an emergency to make sure everybody's on the same page, everybody's communicating uh, the same language, and then that everybody understands their role and what to do in an emergency quickly. You know, I can imagine in other situations outside of an active shooter, in a situation as a tornado, if it came through a school and destroyed half the school and then the phone lines are down, that would introduce another level of problems and chaos whenever those parents do arrive to find their children. Yeah, that's correct. That's why really any emergency, you know, that's what we always preach is, you know, having a, having a plan, making sure everybody understands their role and their responsibility in any emergency. When you go to some of the smaller school districts across the nation, do you sometimes find that some of those don't even have a school resource officer on hand? Yeah, sure. I mean, different communities have different resources. Um, so, yeah, we find, you know, differences across the country uh, in, in resources between, you know, smaller schools and, you know, the larger districts. Is it harder to figure out different plans for smaller schools and smaller areas when compared to some of the much larger schools in the metropolitan areas? Um, you know, that depends. 
you know, I think we what we do give people at the I Love You Guys Foundation um, is kind of a, you know, a standard, a starting point. And then they're able to kind of customize it to their environment. So we understand that there are different environments between a metropolitan area versus a rural district. So, you know, they know their area. And so they are, you know, tasked with you know, implementing our programs and, and customize it really to, to their environment. Because of how I Love You Guys came about, the foundation, because how it was formed and that background of the family who lost their child, I would say there's a lot more compassion there and a lot more just heart when it comes to working with different school districts and putting a plan together. Are the schools sometimes surprised when you tell them the entire story of, you know, how this came about, the I Love You Guys Foundation? Um, I think they get the why and the importance. So we don't just have a program. We have the story behind it and the passion uh, behind this work. That comes through uh, when we are at conferences and we are at trainings. People really then understand you know, this is important. If I'm not mistaken, the training program for different schools, for the administrators and everything, it's usually a a hands-on two days approach whenever you come to them and and do the training. Uh, That's the training that we did in in Rutherford was one of our two-day standard reunification method exercises. So they went through uh, training on the standard response protocol, the standard reunification method, and then went through the exercise and in this particular one learned how the Raptor app worked in with that. Um, but we also do a number of other different trainings just on the standard response protocol or the standard reunification method that range anywhere from a breakout session to half day, full day, and then that two-day exercise. Are you ever surprised at how maybe some schools out there may be unorganized when it comes to that reunification process and when it comes to planning ahead? Yeah, there are a lot of moving parts. Um, to think about in reunification, Um, but all our programs, we really try to make it simple uh, for people to take our programs and implement them uh, in their schools. So, you know, we don't want them to feel overwhelmed. They have, you know, a lot on their plates. So we do our best to make it simple. Um, But yeah, you you have to to take some time and do some work to prepare for reunification. Again with us this morning, Carly Posey and also Allison Jones from the I Love You Guys Foundation. And if anybody listening wants to get more details, all you have to do is go to the website and it's iloveyouguys.org. And that's I and then L-O-V-E and then you, just the letter U, guys, G-U-Y-S dot org. Is there anything that you would tell schools out there or communities as we close this morning as far as being safe at school? We hope all our kids are safe at school, and that is really the reason for the I Love You Guys Foundation. We would love to help anybody out there who needs some help with that. So please contact us. We really appreciate the time that you gave us today. And thank you. Again, Allison Jones and Carly Posey with the I Love You Guys Foundation. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to take a short break and then we will be right back to talk to TCAT, the president of TCAT here in Murphy's Road in the satellite location in Smyrna. And we'll also dive into that weather forecast, that heat advisory still in effect throughout the day today with heat index readings possibly reaching as high as 114 degrees in some areas. That's the heat index. I'll tell you more about that in just a second. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. 
We're visiting with Jennifer Sanchez, manager of Steered Straight 2 Furniture and Thrift at 1007 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. You're not just walking into just a big warehouse. You're walking into rooms. We've got a media room. We've got a boutique room. We've got a vintage room, a furniture area, kitchen, all that. Steered Straight 2 Furniture and Thrift. Every day you go in there, I promise you it's changing. Steered Straight 2 Furniture and Thrift, 1007 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Online at steeredstraightthriftstore.org. Hi, this is Peter Demas. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant. So many people buy so many different things. You know, I go out to eat and I like eating steak where my wife will end up getting our salmon. Our salmon is cut fresh, so she loves our salmon. It's one of those places that you can go, you can get pastas or chicken, you know, the kids love it. Get what you want at Demas's Restaurant and not be limited just to one or two items. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant. 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. We're talking with Pat Wingo at Adams Place. You can get as involved or not as you want to. I love the activities. I love the live entertainment. The Adams Place makes fun. I love the card playing. I love the people. I love the staff. I love the food. And there's as much to do as you want to do. I'm blessed. Hi, this is Terry Deal at Adams Place. Call me for more information about Adams Place. 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. You don't have hot dogs or apple pie or no Chevrolet to drive, but we have some hickory smoke wings you're just dying to try. You'll try them, you'll like them, you'll give some to a friend. So on a dare, just stop on by and bring in a friend. Slick Pig Barbecue, 1920 East Main. Come on out and have some fun at the annual Smithville Fiddler Jamboree and Crafts Festival. We'll have Zeb Ross and the J. Creek Cloggers performing on Friday night at 7. On Saturday evening at 5, we'll be awarding the Blue Blaze Award to East Nash Grass. Don't forget, the Grand Champion Fiddler been invited to play at the Grand Ole Opry for the Opry Square Dancers. Visit smithvillejamboree.com for showtimes and directions to the Jamboree. Yeehaw! The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. You're listening to WGNS, and uh, again, don't forget Friday Night Live, the annual concert series that takes place the first of each Friday each month is getting underway starting this coming Friday. So not this Friday, but the coming Friday on the 7th. That is coming up on the downtown Murfreesboro Square. The group Entice will be performing on the downtown square. And now switching gears just a little bit, joining us in studio, we have Patrick Wade, president of the Tennessee College of Applied Technology, otherwise known as TCAT, in Murfreesboro and in Smyrna. How are you doing this morning? It's always a good day when it's Friday, so happy Friday. All is well. I I agree. (laughs) Definitely so. Well, TCAT has a brand new program, the Emergency Medical Technology Program. Tell us more about that. 
Yeah, so we'll be starting that program in September. And one of the reasons why we started that program is because of the need in our area. And that's kind of what we do at TCAT. You know, whenever there's a need, uh, whenever industries are having a hard time finding that qualified person, then we want to make sure we're standing ready for that. So we went through all their approval processes and we have our clinicals already set up and we're going to be starting the program in September, have our instructor identified. So we're extremely excited about that. It seems like every job in the field of healthcare is one of those things where no matter what hospital, what town you're in, what city you're in, even what country you're in, there is always a need for professionals in healthcare. It is. And, and that's one thing, you know, that we pride ourselves in. You know, when you look at healthcare, no matter where you are in life, you know, you can you can have a job and then you can also elevate in that job, which is which is phenomenal. You know, the experience level that you can get once you're in the in a healthcare field is remarkable. And it is something that you are changing lives and changing communities on a daily basis. Uh, healthcare is one of those areas that is in extreme need. It will always be around. People will always be sick. People always need procedures. And we need to make sure we have qualified people to take care of that. And that emergency medical technology program, which basically means EMT, it allows folks to understand, of course, the basics going into healthcare, sets them up for becoming a real EMT and then getting their license to be an EMT. And then from there, they can move up. That is correct. So the program is going to be, it'll be 300 hours first, which would be basic EMT. And then once they complete that, you know, they will be eligible to take the advanced EMT program. And then, of course, once you have your advanced EMT, I mean, you know, the sky's the limit and you can pretty much cross over or cross wherever you would like to go in that in the in the area of healthcare. So when you talk about a 300 hour program, how long would that take from start to finish if you signed up for it at the very beginning with the first class and then carried it through and then graduated with that certificate there. How long would that take? So right now the class is going to be three days, three nights a week, you know, and they'll be there for six hours a night. Um, so that'll take them about three months um, to complete that program. You know, it is going to be a lot. It's going to be theory that's going to be involved. Well, they'll be taking tests, uh, going over the practical information, and then there will also be hands-on. Um, so we're, they'll get down and dirty of what to expect, you know, uh, in, in the field. It's wild to think that, you know, over a three-month period, a 300-hour course, you could literally change your direction in life, begin a, a brand new chapter, and there's a lot of courses like that through TCAT. Absolutely. So our, our whole goal is a career in a year. You know, we want to make sure that students that get to us, because the need, number one, the need is so great um, for students in technical education. Uh, you know, so a career in a year, even less that you can start working. You know, a lot of our programs, they have what we call cooperative opportunities, which is co-ops, to where they can they can start working with, within 50 hours of their program um, program length. So if it's a year long, um, they can do they can start co-oping within six months. And typically, when the students that co-op that is where they will work once they complete the program again patrick wade with us this morning president of the tcat program or i say program but the tennessee college of applied technology in murfreesboro and also in smyrna when you look at all the different fields that people could go in and the different training the different courses that are available through tcat are a lot of them you know between three months in length and what two years that is correct. So our longest program is going to be twenty. It's going to be sixteen months. Um, so 
and our shortest is of course EMT now, uh, which is 300 hours for basic and 300 for um, advanced. You know, but definitely the the demand is there. You know, for all the programs. You know, our instructors they're probably getting a call. Probably five industries are calling them a week. You know, how many people do you have ready um, that you can send to us? So our job is to stand ready and to make sure that we have the pipeline for our industry. You know, and one thing that we're really trying to do is really dive back into the high schools to where we can start dual enrollment programs. Um, So that way they can start their track with TCAT while they're in high school and then they can get to industry even faster. You know, you brought up high school. You know, there's a lot of push these days for kids to go straight to college. But the problem is there's a lot of kids who may not be ready for college. I mean, some are really cut out just to go from high school directly to college. Others, they need that time to kind of see what's out there before they make a decision on signing, you know, up for a a four year degree because there is a lot that goes into that and and it's a lot of money just to jump into it if you're not ready for college that's right you know one thing you know i always like to say is we are a college as well you know we're just a different college we are hands-on college a technical college to when students come in everything that they do is applied to the program that they are taking so we actually do a lot of tricking i guess you could say students say i don't want to take math when i graduate high school i don't want to take english i don't want to take science however they are getting all of that but it's just applied to the program that they're taking you know so it's a lot of math in our programs a lot of science in our programs but it's really just applied and so it makes more sense to the student uh, when they take the program now here's the cool thing that i've noticed about the generation of high schoolers out there uh, really over the last 10 years if they go into a program through tcat and maybe it's the emt program the the neat thing about it is once they're in that field they're gonna see all the different folks they're working with the nurses the the doctors out there and a lot of them are going to say to themselves you know this is where i need to be and then they'll go back to school and maybe at that point they start training or start working to become a nurse to become a doctor that is correct and that's one thing that's beautiful just about the tcat and the tennessee board of regents system is we have articulation agreements so when students complete a program at tcat they can potentially earn hours towards their associate's degree and then once they finish their associate's degree they can earn hours towards their bachelor's degree a lot of people don't realize that so we try to make it as extremely seamless as possible so students can actually understand one thing that i I tell i always talk about with education we want to make it simple you know when students come to us here what do you want to be what do you want to do and here's your path so that way you can get there so that is one thing that we're really working diligently with at tcat is get our students in get them trained let them experience success because a lot of times unfortunately you know school has that stigma about it oh my gosh this is school i don't like it but you know school is fun education is power the more education you have the more opportunities that you have opened up and so we want to make sure that we can give them a great pathway is it expensive to attend tcat and are there funds out there to help cover those costs Totally. And it's not expensive to attend TCAT. You know, um, our programs range anywhere between $3,000. You know, it's about $8,000. And that includes tuition fees, um, supplies, books, and everything. So that, that is relatively a low cost. And we also have financial aid that helps cover those costs as well. You know, so we have state aid that's available for Tennessee residents. Um, they can get the Wilder NAFI, which is $2,000 a year that they can get towards their education. If they're over the age of 24, they may be eligible for Tennessee Reconnect 
Act um, that will help out with their tuition fees um, as well. And then they also um, have Tennessee Promise, which is for the high school student that's graduating. You know, they can come to TCAT as long as they complete that community service and they attend those mandatory meetings, they could potentially get their tuition and fees covered as well. And then when you look at the federal side of things, um, there's a Pell Grant, which is based on parent or guardian's income if they are under the age of 24 and then their income if they're over the age of 24. So when you really look at the numbers, about 70%, about 90% of our students receive some type of financial aid because majority of our students are Tennessee residents. And then out of that 90%, probably 60 to 70% go to school where everything is covered. And that's typically where their federal aid will come in. So they're leaving with no debt, which is outstanding. That sounds very affordable because when you look at the cost of a typical four-year university, you're looking at you know, a lot of them are around $10,000 per semester. I mean, that's per semester. And it's going to take you at least four years before you get that degree, that diploma, so that you can then land a, a job in whatever field of study you've gone through. But with this, you're actually finishing an entire program. And then after that, you're going into the job field. That is correct. And, and that's one thing we always like to share with students, share with our community. You know, come and, come and see TCAT. You know, a lot of times we are known as the best kept secret, you know, and I used to think that was a real compliment. However, that is not a compliment. We don't want to be the best kept secret. We want everybody to understand because the programs that go on inside TCAT are programs that make our community and our society run. You know, so it's very important that we have the pipeline of students. We have the pipeline going into our employers. That way that our society and our communities can be uh can keep continue running so after students finish a program at tcat is there help available in finding that first job after they have that certificate after they finish whatever program it is it sure is and, and our faculty they do an outstanding job our student services department does an outstanding job and, and pretty much all staff uh, it's all it's all hands on deck you know i'm even out there trying to you know helping students get jobs as well because that's what we're all about getting students in a career so yes there is help and and right now you know our placement rate is about 81 percent of our students actually get jobs and so that is that is a remarkable number when you look at it. And the one reason why that number is, 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 is what it is, is because our program is directly related to industry. So our industry is fully embedded into our program with advisory meetings. So that way they are always letting us know, hey, this is working. This is not working. This is the new content coming up. This content is outdated now. And so we're always up to date. So our students are ready to hit the ground running. We got to take a short break. 847 right now is the time. Our guest today, Patrick Wade, president of TCAP in both Murfreesboro and Smyrna. Again, we will be right back right after this. Once more, the time, 847. Temperature outside is holding right at 78 degrees, but again, it's going to get much warmer whenever you look at this afternoon's weather and heat index readings. They are going to be dangerously high today, so just keep that in mind. We could see the heat index as high as 114 in some areas of Middle Tennessee. Hi, this is Mike Cutter. I am the owner of the award-winning family-owned home care agency, Honey Hill Home Care. Are you or a loved one in need of a reliable, compassionate caregiver? We take the time to match our experienced caregivers with your family member to ensure a comfortable and lasting bond. With us, you can have peace of mind knowing your loved one will receive exceptional assistance, monitoring, and companionship from a trusted caregiver they can rely on. Honey Hill has been the trusted source for home care for hundreds of families in Rutherford County over the last seven years. Learn more at HoneyHillHC.com. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, 
Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Mills Family Pharmacy on South Church Street has a lot more than your needed prescriptions. Their gift shop has unique gifts and home decor that local residents love. Mills is adding Harold's Hogwash Barbecue Sauce to their gift shop. Meet Harold Wilcox, the founder of Harold's Hogwash Barbecue Sauce. My Hogwash was one of Southern Living Magazine's top 13 sauces in the South. Meet Harold, the founder of Harold's Hogwash Barbecue Sauce. Come out to build, taste some Hogwash for free. Thursday or Friday afternoon at Mills Family Pharmacy. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Again, excessive heat warnings are in place for today, and uh, that excessive heat warning actually went into effect a couple of days ago, and just beware, heat index readings could be as high as 114 degrees in some areas of Middle Tennessee today. As for the actual temperature, it will reach 99 degrees. But again, heat index readings as high as 114. Again, our guest this morning on the Action Line, Patrick Wade, president of TCAT. And going back to deciding what courses should be taught, that's something that is very progressive. You're having to change things up as time goes by. So how do you work with different industries out there, different businesses who are here in Middle Tennessee? How do you go about working with and picking out who to work with and then deciding what to teach? That's correct. You know, so all of our programs, they have to be in-demand occupations. They have to be in-demand programs, which means when a student finishes that program, the likelihood of them getting a job is extremely high. So what we do is we, we are constantly in contact with all industries and all sectors. Um, that way that they are understanding what's happening at TCAT, they, they play a vital role to ensure that our students are prepared when they go to industry. So we welcome in, we welcome industries all over to our advisory meetings. We welcome them in to come into tours. We welcome in to hire our students to host. We host hiring events for industry um, so they can come and meet our students directly. So it, they, they play a vital role with the success of TCAT. We, we are hand in hand with our industries. If we do not have good relationship with our industries, then un- unfortunately, we're not doing our job at TCAT. So we want to make sure the industries understand what TCAT's all about. They understand the product of the student that is coming from TCAT and then always giving us that, that fresh idea idea um, what to expect uh, and from the years down to come. It makes sense then uh, of how your job placement is at what, 81%? That's correct. Because you're literally working with all these different companies out there, different manufacturers and in the medical field as well, maybe different hospitals, but you're working with different industries that you're training people for. That's right. And, and, and that's what, like you said, that's what it's all about, you know, is just being, having that direct communication, that direct uh, conversation, you know, with, with industries at all times. So we understand what they're needing because industries are changing. When you look at manufacturing, it is not what it used to be. When you look at healthcare, it's not what it used to be. It is advanced. Um, so we want to make sure that we are aware of that. So our programs replicate what is going on in industry. When you go to, when you go and visit a TCAT, when you visit our, in our, our campuses, when you go into the programs, it's going to look like the industry that they're going to go into. It's going to sound like the industry that they're going into. And finally, it's going to smell <laughs> like the industry that they're going into. And the reason why is because we want to make sure that students are genuinely prepared for when they go into industry and they're not caught off guard. I, I think a great example of that would be the 
fatigue hat in Smyrna over there by Nissan because you are, are training future workers at Nissan in a lot of ways. That is correct. And and, and that partnership is, is, is has been one of the best partnerships that I've seen across the state. Um, they are totally in communication and, and support what we are doing. You know, so they are really involved in all of our programs, just like all the other other industries. You know, in our area, they are re- they play a vital role um, to make sure that you know that our machining program is up to date um, to what industry is needing. Making sure our welding, our collision, industrial maintenance, all of those programs there are up to date. Again, talking with Patrick Wade, president of TCAT. So let's go back to you and your background. What got you involved? First of all, in education. Well, I'll tell you, I was a phenomenal student because I had perfect attendance. <laughs> I missed three days from K through 12. So I just loved education. You know, I always wanted to be a teacher. Um, I'm, I'm actually a graduate from Riverdale High School, uh, you know, so uh, go Warriors, uh, you know, but when I was in school, I wanted to be a teacher, but I got talked out of being a teacher because I, they told me I couldn't make money and I didn't want to deal with bad kids my whole life. And so I decided to go into engineering. However, I didn't do one vital part, which is what courses do you have to take to be an engineer? And then I took physics and it kind of, it whooped me up a little bit. Um, so I had to change my major to finance. And I started out in banking, really, really enjoyed it. I love the aspect of connecting with uh, with customers. And, uh, and then I got into staffing and that is where I really cut my teeth in workforce development. Development. And so being in staffing and, and working with industries and connecting uh, the, the, the employee to the jobs, playing the puzzle, the matchmaker really, really just blew my mind. And so I had the opportunity to start at TCAT Knoxville, um, where I started out as a recruiter and starting out as a recruiter, you know, I was out there. All I had to do was talk about TCAT all day long. And I absolutely enjoyed it, you know, and so to see a student come to you and they have no idea what they want to be in life and then to see them graduate and have and start a career and you see like their family members at graduation just bawling saying, I never thought that little Johnny would ever graduate from from school. And here he is walking across the stage making a wage that I never would have imagined that that, that they would have made. It just blows my mind. So I love education, what it what it does for our community, especially workforce development. And the pay scale has changed out there greatly for so many different fields, especially those in the technical world, because it is harder and harder to find employees, especially when our unemployment numbers are down to like 2.1%. Makes it even harder for companies. That's great. And I always talk about basic economics. You know, uh, when when the supply is low and the demand is high, the wages have to increase. And that's what we're seeing in a lot of the fields that we are offering at TCAT. You know, so our students, what they are making, it is unbelievable and I'll, and I'll tell you you know the, the a lot of our students they get paid hourly you know when I was a kiddo you know salary is what you shot for yeah. you know you want to be a salary employee you know because hour, hourly had a negative connotation behind it but now our students are working 50 60 hours and they're getting paid for every hour that they work you know so that is one thing we always like to educate folks and our and, and, and students on you know with the wages that they can make it's wild how much that pay really is for some fields of study and then you factor in well they're also getting insurance they're also getting this you know the benefit of health care provided with that job 
it, it adds up to many times well over a hundred thousand a year totally and and that's one thing you know benefits you know back you know 20 years ago you know of course industry may not have had the best benefits but now i'm looking at benefit hearing benefit packages from industry and i'm like my goodness that is outstanding you know so now we are really educating our students as well how to be good stewards with their finances you know how to prepare for retirement you know so that way they can uh, benefit from all of the of the benefits that the industry offers and again patrick wade with us this morning president of T. TCAT, if somebody is interested in learning more about TCAT, maybe a parent listening and they've got a, a child who's going to be a senior this upcoming school year and they would like to learn more, what should they do first? Well, I, I tell you, you can always visit us on our website. It's tcatmurfreesboro.edu. However, I would like to personally invite you to our to our campuses. Either you can come to our Smyrna campus, uh, which is on Ken Pilkerton Road, or you can visit us um, at our Murfreesboro campus at Old Fort Parkway. We would love to see you. One thing that we will do is give a tour so you can see our programs. It is It amazes me the amount of people that are from Murfreesboro that drive past our schools every single day, and then they were like, I had no clue that this magic was happening behind these walls. So we would like to invite you to come and see what we're doing at TCAT, how we are changing lives on a daily basis. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate. We have a phenomenal faculty and staff that stands ready to take care of our community. And if anybody would like to learn more online, it's tcatmurfreesboro.edu for the Murfreesboro campus and then the Smyrna campus. Same, same, same email. TCAT Smyrna? Same website. That's okay. great. No, it's just TCAT Murfreesboro. Okay, so yeah, just and go the programs there. are embedded in there. Sounds good. Again, with us this morning, Patrick Wade, president of the Tennessee College of Applied Technology, known as TCAT, here in Murfreesboro and Smyrna. And again, thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you, and happy Friday. Uh, definitely. I'm looking forward to the weekend. <laughs> Hope it's not too hot out there. <laughs> Time right now, 8.59. We do have more news and information coming up. Main Street Murfreesboro invites you to shop, eat, and experience downtown this weekend. Friday night, July 7th, Entice will be performing at 6.30. Free and family-friendly music on the square. July 8th, the Murfreesboro Saturday Market. Over 75 vendors with fresh produce plus crafts. Special guest, the Wienermobile, will be downtown on Saturday for pictures. First 200 people from 10 to noon get a free hot dog. Special entertainment for kids. Visit downtown Murfreesboro this weekend. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We will post this show in podcast form to WGNSRadio.com. Just click on our podcast section and look for Action Line, and there you'll find today's interviews with TCAT and also the I Love You Guys Foundation. Temperature outside right this minute is at about 81 degrees in downtown Murfreesboro. Expect hot weather today with heat index readings reaching as high as 114 degrees in some areas of Middle Tennessee. So again, excessive heat out there all afternoon today and probably tomorrow as well. So try to stay cool as possible drink plenty of water you're listening to wgns murphy's bro local news next with ron jordan now an update from the wgnsradio.com news center i'm ron jordan another scam is impacting middle tennesseans 
most recent scam comes from Warren County, where the sheriff there says somebody's going to residences within Warren County and identifying himself as a codes officer. The suspect asks multiple questions to gain information. If you're approached by somebody doing that, shut the door, call police. The final candidate.